Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, all. You are listening to Spirituality is Reality, and I am your host slash speaker, Ms. Allgood. And I just want to say that I decided to do this show on a whim because it just, it was on my heart to do it. I felt like now was the time to talk about this. Um, I may have touched on this in the past. I've done so many shows. Uh, probably I have, but I didn't go into great detail. A lot of the um, ideas for this broadcast come from my my heart. Uh, sometimes things just pop in my mind. Sometimes things just are in my heart, which the two are really one. And I decide, oh, I need to talk about this on the broadcast. And then other times I'll be writing about something in my notes and I go into such detail, I feel like I need to talk about that as well. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I am just full of thoughts and these thoughts have got to be expressed. And one of the ways that I express my thoughts is by writing and another way is by doing this broadcast. I never know how many of you are listening. I never know where you are. I can't see you. But I know that you are listening, and I know that there are lurkers out there who have been listening to me since I started. And I hope that you're understanding what I'm saying, and I hope that you've been growing with me because I definitely have been growing. If you listen to me from the beginning and then you listen to me now, so much has changed. Even the way that I speak, I speak with more confidence because I know what I'm talking about, friends. These are not just superstitions. These are not ideas. These are not ideologies. These are not beliefs. Everything that is on this broadcast is, in fact, certainty. And it is coming from myself. And I've talked about the self, friends. The self is a mysterious, mysterious figure. And I really should use the word identity. Oh, excuse me, entity. Because an identity and entity really is the same thing, friends. The capital letter I. Uh, which and which you refer to yourself uh, must join with the entity in order for you to have a true identity. I'm not wrong when I say entity or I say identity. Actually, it is the same thing. And it is this mysterious capital letter I that is the center or the, the center or the spiritual center of man that is his identity. I have often said that not one man that is on the face of this earth uh, does not refer to himself or herself as capital letter I. When you start a sentence and you are speaking in the first person, you say I, I want, I can, I will not. That is because you are affirming yourself. Friends, if we did not use this, what we call here a pronoun, which I really isn't a pronoun, I really is not a word, friends, but if we did not use I, if we did not say I, how could we then exist? Think about it. Where is I in the scheme of things when one does not speak from the first person? So just think about that for a moment while I continue to talk about uh, the topic at, at hand this afternoon. And if you're online, you can see it. You can see the description that I wrote about it. And this is not just for people that are Christians, by the way. This is for anyone who really wants to hear this. We know that Christ Jesus spoke and he said, the truth, be free. The truth shall make them free. What truth was he talking about? What did he mean by truth? 
And what did he mean by making one free or making them free? Friends, that's something to ponder over because we hear that, we have heard that. It is a very famous quote. Many people have said it in sermons. Some people have just written about it or have just used it in everyday uh, vernacular. However, there really has not been any deep thought into what the Christ actually mean, meant excuse me, by the word truth. First of all, we must understand that the Christ, Jesus, spoke spiritually because he was, in fact, a spiritual man who walked upon the earth. And he was spiritual in his thoughts. He was both man, as the Christians believe, and God. And I've said many times before what that word God means. It's a heavily loaded word because so many people have so many different meanings of the word. But we here at Spirituality is Reality understand God to be uh, wholeness. We understand God uh, to be the inner man or the inner spirit of man, which really is the eternal man. I have defined in prior broadcasts what I mean by eternal. I have said that eternal does not mean forever and ever and ever. Eternal is actually timelessness. There is no time when we're talking about the eternal. What we're talking about is an existence, an existence that is the same today, now, and forever, meaning it was, will, and will always be. So we're talking about presence. We're not talking about a past. We're not talking about a future. When we use the word eternal, we're talking about here and now. And this all goes together. Everything works together here because when we talk about using the word I and understanding this word truth, we can get a better understanding of what Christ Jesus was talking about when he said the truth shall make them free. Let me say this. Before we even talk about freedom, let us understand what it means to be a slave. In order for Christ to have said, the truth shall make you free, he had to have understood that mankind or his fellow men were under some kind of slavery. Many people over the years have thrown out this belief or theory that man has free will. I've heard that so many times. I've gone into forums where people are talking about all kinds of things and questions come up about free will. And many people pose the question of, do you think man has free will or whatever, whatever the question is, not truly understanding what free will means or what the will is for that matter. So I've said a lot of things in a short amount of time, and I'm just going to backtrack and go over what I've said. The first thing I started talking about was the capital letter I being the identity of man because man refers to himself as the speaker. That is his present state. And no person on earth or there is not one person on this earth that does not refer to himself as I. Then I spoke about truth. I talked about truth being the eternal self. I talked about what it means to be eternal, what eternal actually means. Now I'm talking about freedom and I'm talking about slavery. So 
all of this has been thrown at you in a short amount of time, but what I'm trying to do here is tie all of this together so that you understand what I'm saying. So mankind is under a system of slavery, and this slavery falls in many different levels. But let me get to the the highest and the first and foremost. It is man's mind that is enslaved. Man is in a psychological state where he believes what he sees and he sees what he believes, meaning that it is the two eyes on man's face that looks out into his external world, believes all the things that he sees in front of him, everything that is tangible. He believes that is his reality. Man does not understand that reality is not what is seen with the two eyes on his face. Man does not understand that that which he sees in the external comes from that which is unseen, which is known as the spiritual. Wow. Now we're getting to the meat this broadcast. Man is under this slavery because he does not believe in the existence of his eternal self. In other words, even though man refers to himself as, as I, I want, I can, I whatever, man does not actually believe that I is real. Another word for real is true. So when Christ Jesus said, the truth shall make ye free, he was talking about a reality. And this reality has to do with spirituality. So in essence, what we're saying here is that the spiritual truth shall make ye free. Because, friends, we must understand that truth does not necessarily mean tangible. If man understood the real way that his mind worked or works, this is the problem. We as men do not understand how the mind works. There is a saying, an old saying, that is, the eyes are the gateway to the soul. Friends, it is through the eyes on one's face that he enslaves his own soul. And it is because I just, of what I just said. Man is an eternal being who exists in a present state. He always has existed is what I'm saying. He didn't exist uh, when he came through his mother's womb. That was not the existence of man. That is not what existence means. Existence really has to do with self-affirmation, which uh, can be represented in the statement, I am, capital I, when man uses these words, I am, he is saying, I am here and now, meaning I am, I am in a present state, I exist, I am real, and I am certain of this reality. And that is the truth, that is the truth that maketh a man free. If man could, in which I do believe he can, understand that he must affirm his own existence in order to be true or real, he would come into full power, full knowledge, and full glory of who he really is. You see, the identity of man is the mystery of life. The identity of man is shrouded in this material world or this material existence, which the ancient man called Maya, and he also said was glamour. Man has created his external world. 
He has created this world because he has negated the true self, which is the spiritual unseen self. This is the truth, friends. When Christ Jesus said the truth shall make ye free, he was talking about the spiritual self, your capital letter I, the real you that is unseen, the you that is constantly negated, the you that nobody seems to believe exists in this world because nobody can feel, touch, taste, or sense his real self in any way, shape, or form. Reality does not mean tangibles. Reality does not mean because I see it, it exists. This is the major problem with science these days. Science only studies tangibles. If something is unseen, science, uh, it's out of the realm of science. Science derives all of its theories from that which is seen, that which is felt, that which is smelled. You know, that's where science gets everything from. Discovery does not come from the mind. Discovery comes from outside of the mind. And this is a major problem because when man is in a state where he cannot perceive the unseen, where he cannot perceive his spiritual self, he cannot perceive the reality of all things. He cannot understand the eternal. He can't grasp anything I'm saying because he's too much of a materialist, that is a problem. And that is the enslavement. The enslavement is that man can never come to know the spiritual. Man's mind can never discover the God in him. Man can only understand what he sees and what meets the parameters of his material mind. You see, the material mind is not like the spiritual mind. They're opposites. The spiritual mind is limitlessness. There are no boundaries, whereas the material mind has parameters, and it limits the power of man. Man can only do but so much, and all man really does when he functions out of his material mind is continue to keep himself bound within this material mind. The symbolism of the material mind, my friends, is the cube. It is also known as cell block. And so now we understand why in jails there is this terminology of cell block. They use that terminology in jail. And it comes from the spiritual. The circle, the eternal circle represents the spiritual mind, where the square represents the material mind. And many of you, if you follow anything having to do with spirituality, may have seen ancient artwork that depicts exactly what I'm telling you. You see, the ancient people perceived differently from the way we perceive today. And many uh, men in contemporary society are ignorant of this. They think that they thought the way we think. They think that they perceived the way we perceive, and their minds uh, function the way ours do. They did not. And they did not because they were more primitive and a little less materialistic. You see, the more material, materialistic man has become, the less spiritual he has become. Man has, in fact, traded his spirituality for his corporeality. And he has done this because it is, well, it has been of the desires of his own heart. You see, man has made the choice, whether he knows this or not, 
to have a material life and not a spiritual life. He wants grandeur. He wants glory. He wants honor for men in this material world. And because of it, he has sacrificed his own will. Now I'm back to that word will again. Let us understand the meaning of this word will. And I actually was writing about it today, and I said very little about it, and I said I wanted to go into more detail about it, but I haven't really, I've been going all over the place, and I think I need to get back to will. So it is the will of man that is the thought power behind the movement of his own free spirit. Let me let me define that because I get it, but some of you may not. I said before, the reason why many people cannot understand what I'm saying is because of the state of their mind. It is because of their psychological state. They're not living a spiritual life, and because they're not living a spiritual life, they can't perceive spiritual concepts. The way that I speak to you is through spiritual concepts. You have to be be able to understand um, abstract things before you can get to the point where you can grasp things on a higher level. And I tried to start grow with you with this um, from the beginning. By will, I'm just saying power. Now, if you can think about power, try not to. Just take in the word power, okay? Will is power. When the will is enslaved in the material mind, and by material mind I mean a mind that cannot perceive the unseen, a mind that believes what it sees and then sees what it believes. A material mind is a mind that looks in its world, beholds everything in its, in its external world, and takes that as reality. That's what a material mind is. When man is functioning in that state, he is enslaved. And when, he, and when the will, rather, is enslaved, which is the power of man. Man is power. Man is will. He is all of that, okay? So, therefore, man himself is enslaved in this mental state. So the enslavement is a mental or psychological enslavement. And how did man get this way? Man uh, got this way because he chose this based on the desires of his own heart, based on what he wanted for himself in his life. I'm the way I am because I chose to be this way. You are the way you are because you chose it. In other words, we choose our lives. We have the power and authority to do so. We have the right to do so. If you want to understand this, you will understand this. If you have no desire, you could care less, then so be it. That's all part of the enslavement, right? You see, everybody has a different value system. A materialist values his material or corporeal life over anything spiritual. That's why he's known as materialistic. A spiritual man uh, puts uh, his convictions ahead of all else. He puts his integrity ahead of all else. He doesn't just do anything for money. 
do anything for to have friends or people around him. He has dignity. He holds himself to a certain standard of living. He puts himself first, but in a healthy way. He does this out of love. So he lives a life of self-love. And because he lives a life of self-love, he values himself. And because he values, values himself, he is living a spiritual life. Friends, spirituality doesn't have anything to do with how many mantras you can recite, how many times a day you can pray, how many rituals you can perform. It has to do with living a life of self-love and honoring thyself, living a life of integrity, living a life of dignity, living a life of decency and order, living a morally upright life. And this life can only be lived if one makes the choice to rebuke the world and make himself, his convictions, supersede all else. Too many people have sacrificed conviction for money, for the world, which is really for nothing. Man must understand that if not, please excuse the noise in the background, I live in a city, if man does not realize the importance of himself or the self, I prefer to say, his own power, which is of the self, will enslave him. You see, man has to learn how to put the spirit, his spirit, which is his heart, first. That's first. It's not money. It's not things. It's not people. It's not places. The love of oneself. And that means man has to learn how to make mature decisions to take care of the matters of his own heart. For you see, if man does it the other way around, if he puts everything above himself, he will enslave himself psychologically into believing, because, friends, this enslavement has to also do with the beliefs or false beliefs of man. Man will believe that everything in the world, the people, the places, the things, have power over him and he has no power at all, which is the definition of fear. Friends, fear is powerlessness. Love is power. Fear comes from the fact that man has given himself over to the material world, and now the things have power over him. The people have power over him, and he has no power because he has negated his own capital letter I. If man does not live in spiritual truth, he has no choice but to live in slavery. And his own will enslaves him because he didn't take care of himself, because he didn't put himself first, because he didn't love himself. If man does not love himself, he cannot have a self. He cannot have any power. He cannot have love. He can't give love and he can't receive it. Friends, that's why so many people are living in illusions. So many people think they have love and they have nothing. All they have are illusions that exist, seemingly exist in appearances. And the material mind is nothing but an illusory mind. Everything is in appearances, but behind the appearances there's nothing. You see, when their spirituality 
is based on realities, truth, which is reality, which has nothing to do with appearances. Something exists because it exists in the self. Because man wills it, you will it into existence. Not because you see it, but because you know it's, it's self-certainty. Because you know, you see, it's about knowing, not really believing, but knowing. Certainty. That's what man lacks these days. He lacks power. He lacks love. And that's because he has no self. And it's because he didn't honor and value the self that he already had from the beginning. Because remember, the, the self or the capital letter I is eternal. It has always existed. Friends, you have always been here. You have always been here. If you are in fear, in a constant state of fear, it is because you don't believe in yourself. You have no confidence in yourself. For whatever reason, you have no confidence in yourself. All certainty is is confidence. Why is it that you keep comparing yourself to other people? You are unique in yourself. Stop comparing yourself to siblings, to other people you see in the world. You see, I told you, everything in appearances is a lie. The truth is the spiritual truth. Believe not or put your certainty, I'll use that word, not in what you see, but what you don't see, which is yourself. Trust in yourself. Stop trusting in a man, women. Men, stop trusting in a woman. Stop trusting in your money, your finances. When you trust in anyone or anything outside of your eternal self, you give it the power to enslave you. What I mean by that is it controls you. It takes power over your mind instead of it being the other way around. You serve it in the world. It doesn't serve you. Everything in this material world is here to serve men. Everything is in this world to serve man. Right now, it is the other way around. Man is a slave to everything in this world. Nothing services him. The work that he does doesn't service him. The children that he bears in the world don't service him. The food that grows, or, or should I say, the plants and food that grow from the ground don't serve him anymore. As a matter of fact, everything's making man sick. The things that used to cure man and make him well are making him sick. At one time, there was a cure for everything in the environment. Now the environment is sick, and it's because of what I just told you. Man is his own resource. Man has forever been the source of everything that has ever existed and will ever exist. But man is using his own will against himself. And that is because he's living in evil. His moral disposition is bad. You see, materialism is the real true evil. It is the reason why man is greedy, lustful, demonic, weak. Man doesn't understand he can't exist like that. He can't thrive like that. He can't have any he can't be righteous. He 
can't have any true God because he can't cultivate God in his own soul. Friends, I've talked about the cultivation of goodness. Man can't be good without God. Man cannot be good without God. But man has to cultivate goodness. He can't just expect to have goodness. It doesn't work that way. Man has to work for goodness by serving his fellow men. I've talked about that. Friends, I want to say more about Reach Me at SpiritualityIsReality at gmail.com. Please, I'd love to have discussion with you. Uh, really talk to people one-on-one rather than just having this broadcast. I know there's people that have more questions about this. We need spirituality in this time. Man is far gone. And it's time to come back to the eternal, the spiritual center. Man has got to get back to himself so that he can be made free. But he's got to want this. Friends, it's all about what you want. That's where the power is. What do you want? What kind of life do you want? I have to go. But until next time, I love you all. Please be blessed.